Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh, Hey, everybody. Good morning to you and your family. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 10th day of May, 2022. My name is Nick. Hey, everybody. There's Big J. Yeah. We are here on a Tuesday. Hopefully, you had a good Monday. Uh, hopefully... Power has been restored. If power went out yesterday or whatever limbs came down in your yard didn't do yeah, too much yeah. damage. Uh, I was talking. I was surprised at how much stuff came down yesterday, but it's weird, man. Once things thaw out, trees aren't using that kind of weight on them, and down they come, you know? Like They're like, what's going on? What the hell? Yeah. It's like, hey, listen, we're not supposed to get snow like this. Uh, the good news is don't foresee more of that anytime soon, but uh, quite the day yesterday, that's for sure. Hopefully it was a decent one for you as we turn our attention towards today. Tonight, there is a big concert at the Knitting Factory Concert House. Joy, Joyous Wolf and Dorothy taking the stage tonight together. Looking forward to that. We have Dorothy coming by today at 1 o'clock for a Coors Light Corwin Ford X session. You should tune in for that as it happens at 1 o'clock live on the radio. We'll also be, of course, simulcasting it on our Facebook page. So keep an eye and ear out for that so that you can check out some awesome acoustic jams with Dorothy today. Certainly looking forward to that. And, of course, we also have another chance for somebody to win some cash with the X-Rock Double Dare at 7.30. Going to play a round of Streaming Dumbass today, plus Big J. We would like to get somebody qualified for the Big Backyard Box with your permission. Okay. So, it will be a busy Tuesday show, at least if we have our way. Sounds like it. On top of additional fun and excitement, we go international for We're Going to Hell again today, so... We have been world travelers in that particular segment. That continues as well. So we should have a good one for you today. Let's kick things off with some music. STP, starting us off. They'll be in town, of course, for X Day at the Fair coming up on the 25th of August. This is Interstate Love Song on the X Rocks. Important stuff. Launch news feed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. One of the things we continue to keep our eyes on here in the Treasure Valley is how much it costs us to fuel up, my friend. And amid growing fuel demand as weather starts to get a little bit warmer outside of yesterday, the average cost of gasoline in the Treasure Valley has risen by about two cents per gallon the last week. We're at about four fifty here in the Treasure Valley. Gas Buddy is the survey that puts this together every week. They looked at 216 total gas stations here in town. And uh, gas prices are eight cents lower than a month ago in the Treasure Valley, raising overall average, which is very strange. But yeah. uh, it, it's still way higher than it was a year ago. In the last week, the price of diesel also up way high across the country. It rose 22 cents. It's up to 5.52 a gallon if you're uh, riding diesel. The cheapest station to uh, buy gas in Boise, according to the study, was priced at 4.39 a gallon yesterday. Most expensive was $4.99 a gallon. That's about $0.60 cents difference if you're keeping track. Lowest price in the state, $4.19. Uh, that's way up north, however, but the highest was $5.20 per gallon. That's a difference of about a dollar. So it does certainly 
swing one way or the other, depending on which way do you go. Yeah, my wife and uh, kid uh, was uh, in California this last week, and when they got back and they saw prices at four forty-five, they cheered. Yeah. So just to let you know. Yeah, other parts of the country, it's certainly way worse. Currently. Yikes. Uh, it, it, uh, it could be worse. That's the one thing that you can always say to yourself. Celtics beat the Bucks by eight last night, 116 to 108. Series is tied up at two games apiece. Warriors 101, Grizzlies 98. Golden State leads that series 3 to 1. Jay Morant did not play. He also may not play in game five. Avalanche actually move on in the playoffs. They swept the Predators in the NHL playoffs. They won the series 4 to nothing after a 5 3 victory yesterday. Flames tied up their series two games apiece against the Stars. Penguins over the Rangers 7 2. They lead that series 3 1. And the Panthers nodded up their series with the Capitals 3 2. And that series is knotted up at two games apiece on the ice. Playoffs are abound, my friend. We talked about this off the air. We did not get a chance to talk about it on, but yesterday was the day that uh, those people that maybe didn't see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness could experience the Avatar The Way of Water trailer as it was released wide to the internet yesterday. Uh, You may have seen it if you went to go see the new Marvel movie over the weekend, but it was met with a collective... Who cares, basically? Oh, I'm glad uh, I'm not the only one. Yesterday. Uh, you don't hear a lot of words in the teaser, but it's out there. Uh, December 16th of this year is when the second one is being uh, kind of rolled out to theaters. The third one is filmed at the same time, so you're getting another one of these, whether you like it or not, at some point. But I don't think anybody cares, which is what we've been talking about for years now, Big J. Years. Because it's been 12 since the first Avatar came out, which is a long time ago. But I guess everybody's coming back, and maybe people are out there that care about it. But I didn't. It didn't seem like anybody cared about it when it was released in the theater that I saw it in. Uh, it doesn't yeah. seem like the internet cares about it. So maybe, just maybe, this could be a bad decision. But I will say this: you're probably not very smart if you're betting against James Cameron. Uh, whether you like it or not, this guy doesn't have a whole lot of you know bombs on his resume. In fact, he's got none. So usually, every project he's involved with does pretty well so maybe i'm a bit overboard on this one but we'll see december is when it comes out we'll see if people care i mean i don't even remember sorry here's traffic i barely remember what the first movie was about because i only saw it that one time me too me too when when you and i went and i think you know again we saw it more out of like because it was an event because that was like when 3d movies were coming back whoa and it was a whole different experience filmed in IMAX and 3D. And that, if you remember, when we went to go see it, it was when we were at the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona. Yeah. And the IMAX theater in Boise still wasn't showing actual first-run movies at the time. It was still that educational theater. Yeah, you know it was what I mean? brand new. Right, brand new. Yes, exactly right. And so they hadn't even gotten the chance. We couldn't have seen it in an IMAX there. And so that's why we did it. And I think we walked out, we were both like, that was cool. And then we kind of, as time went on, we were like... What did we like about it again? And the answer was, oh, yeah, nothing. And so I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's coming, whether we like it or not. I don't know, just like $10,000 worth of really cool stuff from a bunch of Treasure Valley companies like CHF Home Furnishings and Archaic Concrete and Roots Rock and Bark Yard. And about $1,000 cash as well, so you walk away with a pretty cool thing. And if you end up giving us a chance to play the Big Backyard Box with you by calling 208-287-1003 and guessing what's inside Big J's very physical, uh, very legitimate, and very real box, then you decide... (laughs) 
Uh, you can get qualified for this prize, which means you are in the running for the grand prize and you get invited to our big backyard box giveaway party, which is happening on Thursday, June 9th at Dave and Buster's. Uh, we're going to be taking over that place. Uh, the be fun begins at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and then we do the drawing, and somebody's going to win $10,000. So, Bam. get ready. 208-287-1003. Big J, you got something in your box? Yeah, man. Then to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. Hi, who's this? This is Kirsten. All right, Kirsten, you are up first. Good luck figuring out what's inside Big J's box, okay? Okay. Along with hilarious banter, we try to bring this every morning. Okay, can I get another clue? Nick Cage and Sean Connery starred in a movie called This about Alcatraz in the 90s. Okay, can I get Sometimes we nickname the ring we give our ladies this. Engagement? Yeah. You got another clue? Or literally. So, um... What if we said blank and roll? Rock. Ah, (laughs) There you go. You never seen The Rock? Right. But Jay, that movie came out like 1997, man. 1996, how dare you? Still, it's even older than I thought. Uh, Congratulations, you got qualified for the Big Backyard Box. I'm just saying you're a lot older than you think. I don't care. Hang on one second, man. You got yourself all qualified there, Kirsten. You're good to go for the Big Backyard Box. Uh, Why are you throwing rock in there, man? Uh, The rock, it's a record-setting white diamond, Nick, and it goes up for auction. It's called The Rock. And it's 228.31 carats. Oh, cool. How many people died getting it? I, I don't know. It was mined in South Africa. It was worn by its former owner as a necklace. Ugh. And it's supposed to go up for about $30 million. That's a lot of money, man. Welcome uh, to The Rock. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, not only that, but you I mean, I guess unless you continue to wear it as a necklace, you have to have some sort of security system, right? <laughs> I would think so, man. You don't want to walk out of the house. You got to have, if you're, listen, if you can afford $30 million for a a ring, you know, you probably got security all over the place. You're probably right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are going to do a round of Streaming Dumbass. That's coming up next on the x Rocks. It's Streaming Dumbass on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to need your help, Treasure Valley. We are going to give you three movies. I'm going to remove the title of the movie, the stars of the movie, the director of studio, where you find it, all that crap. And I'm going to give you just a very brief plot description given to us by one of the streaming services out there. Based on that plot description, you guys must select a movie for Big J to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period by texting into the TDS Fiber text line at 208-287-1003. Either movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. And based on your votes, that will lock in the movie that Big J must watch. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah. To be completely guided to your destiny by people you do not know and have never met. Movie number one. When a best friend vanishes during an all-friends trip to Croatia, a student races to figure out what happened. However, each clue yields another unsettling deception. Movie number two. Chasing his dream job, a veteran state trooper partners with a fellow underdog. Together, they overcome obstacles at every term and try to become the elite of the elite. And movie number three. 
two couples on an oceanside getaway grow suspicious that the host of their seemingly perfect rental house may be spying on them. Before long, what should have been a celebratory weekend trip turns into something far more sinister. Movie number one, Missing Friend. Movie number two, Team Up to be the Best of the Best. Movie number three, Crazy Landlord. What's it going to be? 208-287-1003. Send those texts in. We will tabulate them and let you know what the actual movies are and your winner. Coming up next on the X-Rocks. Here's traffic. Any of those sound familiar to you? No, not really. All right. But hard to say. They're kind of short. Uh, yeah, well, uh, listen, uh, that's uh, that's the way they go. Yeah. Uh, I believe that the uh, the description of movies on streaming services have fallen victim to our ADD, and they feel like it has to be done in a sentence or more, Jeez, or yeah. less, or otherwise we're not going to click that play button. So they have truncated a lot of these descriptions. How about we see what's going on inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center, brought to you by the Lifetime Store. What's up, CB? <laughs> And now the exciting conclusion of streaming, dumbass. Big J, have the votes been tabulated yes. on the TDS Fiber text line? Wonderful. Uh, do we have a clear and present winner? Indeed. The movie that came in third and last place is what? Movie number two. I feel like uh, you may have garnered the most interest in this one, uh, judging from the description. I also feel like the audience is looking out for you. Movie number two was called Rescued by Ruby, a Netflix original starring Scott Wolf and Garrett Gustin about a state trooper that teams up with a dog in a rated G family adventure. So you skip that one, my friend. Uh, what oh came God. in second place? Uh, movie number one, uh, I'm sorry, three. Movie, movie number, number three, three uh, might have been the best of the bunch. We'll find out. That movie is called The Rental. Uh, it starred Allison Brie and one of your favorite actors of all time. His name is Dan Stevens. He is in it as well. Uh, but you will not be watching that. Instead, I'm guessing you will be watching movie number one. Overwhelmingly. Uh, that is called The Weekend Away. It is a Netflix film starring Leighton Meester and Christina Wolf. Uh, yeah, that is what you'll be watching, Big J. That's about the uh, the friend that vanishes in Croatia, and this young lady has to figure out what's going on. Unfortunately, things are a little bit more deceptive than they seem. So, if you want to play the home game, the movie is called The Weekend Away. Big J will be watching it tonight. You can find it on Netflix, and he will tell you right around this time tomorrow exactly how good or bad that movie is. This young lady's in town tonight. Still some tickets available. We'll have an next session with her around 1 o'clock. Enjoy some Dorothy. It's flawless on the X-Rocks. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's been a couple of years, Big J, but it's been done. A couple of universities did a worldwide study, talked to 64 different countries and a bunch of people in those countries. And we have ourselves a new most addicted app on the internet. Now, it's always been a social media network, but any guesses what the new most addictive social media app is or app in general is? I mean, it's new? Yeah, well, it's the it's it's not a new app, but it's certainly the new at the top of this list of the most addicted app out there. TikTok. Yep, TikTok yeah. is it. Uh, it displaced uh, Twitter, and before that, it was Facebook as the most addicted apps out there for the world. Uh, the, the What they ended up doing was studying individuals who uh, basically downloaded these apps and talked about how much time a day they were on it. And it turns out about 6.4% of the entire TikTok audience is addicted to the app. What that means is, Big J, 6% of TikTok users spend at least 5 to 6 hours a day on this app, which is a Jesus. very long time. 
Now, five to six hours? I could be wrong, but didn't you tell me once that sometimes you'll sit down and you'll watch TikTok and before you know it, time will pass and it's oh. been like an hour and a half? Oh, I don't know about an hour and a half, but but I mean, time can go by really fast. You don't even know what's happened. Uh, and so, yeah, you, you've also said that sometimes you'll jump on TikTok and then when you look up, you're you're covered in blood and you don't know how you got to where you are. Right, or why yeah, you're yeah. What do you think that Chickens is? Chickens are chasing me. Do you, you think that's related to the app or that's something else? I don't know. Blackout TikTok sessions. Be careful, people. Yeah, be very careful, please. Uh, while uh, people are using TikTok certainly in a non-problematic manner as well, this is always a uh, way to caution people of going, hey, make sure you're monitoring that. Anytime you're on something for five or six hours that, you know, has nothing to do with anything, then maybe it's probably a good time to reevaluate some things. Researchers say there are different signs of addiction when it comes to social media platforms such as Facebook and the way we spend it. So being addicted to Facebook and TikTok could be two very different things. And you certainly can be addicted to both. So keep an eye out. Watch out. Hey, the Golden State Warriors beat Memphis last night without their head coach. Steve Kerr tested positive for COVID-19 less than two hours before the game. So Mike Brown, who, by the way, was just named head coach of the Sacramento Kings, was still the associate head coach of the Warriors until next season, took over. And led the uh, the Warriors to a victory over Memphis. Game five is on Wednesday as the Warriors will try to wrap things up. Uh, Nikolai Jokic has been voted the NBA's most valuable player for a second consecutive season. The Nuggets center uh, ended up doing pretty good in knocking off Joel Embiid for the MVP as well as Giannis from Milwaukee. 13th player in NBA history to win back-to-back MVP awards and the 14th player to win multiple MVPs. So congratulations to him, although his team is still... Uh, at home now because they lost in the first round of the playoffs, but regardless. I don't know why it's happening, but it is happening, Big J. Did you know that they are making a Dirty Dancing sequel? Yeah, and I'm like, why? I don't know. Jennifer Grey is coming back, by the way. She will reprise her role as Frances. She's returning to Kellerman's. Basically, this this particular sequel is going to take place in the 1990s. The uh, the idea is basically intertwining her experience as a young woman with a, another young woman who is experiencing a coming-of-age romance that's happening at that same place. How Dirty Dancing will still be involved, I, I'm not 100% certain. But of course, uh, no Patrick Swayze, and so his absence apparently will loom large over the sequel. But I can't imagine this being something that people want to see. Yeah, so here's the tagline. Uh, Dirty Dancing 2, Baby Comes Out of the Corner. Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure how much Jennifer Grey is going to be involved in the movie either, but we'll see. Plus, there already was a Dirty Dancing sequel, Big J, lest we forget Havana Nights, for crying out loud, everybody. Oh, no. Can't just sit here and pretend it didn't happen. (laughs) I didn't know it happened. No, no, you're not missing anything. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Let's play The X Double Dare on 100.3. The X rocks. Sounds good to me. We have an opportunity for somebody to win up to $200 in the X Rock Double Dare this morning. Today's caller X is Lisa. Hey, good morning, Lisa. How you doing? I'm doing great now. Well, good. Yes, we would like it to be as good as your morning could possibly get. We'd like you to win $200. Uh, that's up to you and your knowledge of the following topic. Big J? 
rock bands that came or are coming to Boise in 2022. There is a plethora of rock shows on the calendar and a bunch of shows that have already happened, but uh, the answer to all these questions will be a band that have uh, come to town or is coming to town in 2022. Uh, How confident do you feel knowing that's the category, Lisa? Uh, I'm kind of iffy. <laughs> All right. Well, we want you to win as much money as possible. Reminder, you can stop whenever you want. Uh, the questions do get more difficult as we go, and if you get one wrong, you win nothing. So best of luck. We'll start with $50, okay? This. Okay. All right, here we go. This masked band from Iowa are bringing their roadshow to the Idaho Center with Cypress Hill in June. Who are they? Masked band. Slipknot? Slipknot? Right. That is correct. Yeah, that is worried uh, there for a minute. $50 in your pocket. You can take that and walk away, or you can go for the $100 question, which in theory is supposed to be a little bit more difficult. What would you like to do? We'll try the 100 Okay. All right. This Michigan-based band, who a few people think sound a little bit like Led Zeppelin, is making their Treasure Valley debut at Extra Mile Arena in September. Who are they? Who are they? Lisa, what do you got? Uh, Pop Evil? Pop Evil? Wrong. Is wrong, unfortunately. Uh, From the right state. Yeah, they are Michigan-based. But what is the answer, Big J? Greta Van Fleet. Right. Greta Van Fleet. I I was thinking heavy rock. Uh, but uh, Greta Van Fleet was the answer, Lisa. Unfortunately, that means you walk away with nothing. Uh, it, it won't be a consolation to you, but Poppy was the answer to the $200 question. Uh, but unfortunately, that's going to do it for this time around. The good news is you can still play. Uh, you got another chance at 1230 today with Jason Drew and 530 today with Adam, and that category remains the same throughout the entire day. Rock bands that came or are coming to Boise this particular year. Morning After with Nick and Big Jay, we're going to come back with our We're Going to Hell story. That's next on the X-Rocks. Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X-Rocks. You can definitely file this under messed up. It does not have a good ending or a good story in general, but it is one of those things where it's just like, my goodness, as we head to Peru for today's We're Going to Hell story. Starts with a terrible thing, Big J. Rosa Kalaka uh, is a uh, 74-year-old woman who was in a car crash, in a very serious one at that. Uh, she was ended up uh, so bad that she was in a short coma before she succumbed to her injuries, Big J. At least, that's what the doctors told the family. So, oh, no. mourners prepared her body for burial and had a funeral. But as pallbearers were carrying out her coffin to the burial site, Big J, they began to hear, like, a banging noise coming from inside the coffin. And they lifted the top, and sure enough, Big J found Rosa staring right back at them, very much alive. Whoa! And understandably confused. And you're like, what the heck just happened? Here's where it gets worse, Big J. So instead of lowering her into the coffin into the ground, clearly because she was alive, pallbearers rushed her in the coffin, by the way, to the hospital where doctors confirmed her vital signs and immediately put her on life support. Three hours later, died for real. No! At least. Oh, man. At least that's again 
what the doctors are saying. Now, of course, the really family... Really shake her to wake her up this time. The family is calling for a police investigation onto the doctors who initially pronounced her dead because now not only do they have to deal with this again, uh, uh, presumably this time for real, but also to have to go through that whole funeral thing once, then to realize she was alive, and then to have to bury her again because she did really pass on? Man. I mean, it's crazy. They deserve compensation for something. I mean, that's... Yeah, no, oh, I, I totally agree. The, I mean, that's that's mental trauma you will never forget, no matter how hard you try. And again, that you have to actually go through the funeral again now. And oddly enough, you know, this isn't the first time we've heard a story like this. We've had people that they pronounced dead that weren't actually dead. But the family believes the doctors have pronounced her dead because they were worried about the cost the hospital would incur for keeping her in a coma for a long period of time. And so that's why they did this. But, I mean, now you got to question all of the deaths that they had at that hospital, right? Like, yeah. I mean, how many people did they do this to? Also, like, I mean, I, I guess I didn't know that... I mean, I know other countries have other customs, but I thought, like, you know, anybody that goes into a ground, like, typical funeral style, they do the whole funeral home kind of stuff to it. You know what I mean? Well, who knows But I guess happens. not. Because she had to be whole to be woken up, right? I mean, she's not pumped with formaldehyde or anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like several balls are dropped there. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. So our apologies to the family are certainly... Our apologies to Rosa. Not that we were involved in any way, shape, or form, but this just seems like something uh, I feel like I should say sorry for because that yeah. does not seem like a cruel and unusual, a fun experience. And yes, I would guess that family's about to have a little bit more money in their pocket, courtesy of a few doctors in a hospital over in Peru. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your "We're Going to Hell" story. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Virtual reality, Big J. Sure, you can use it for exercise. Absolutely, you can use it to pretend you're Darth Vader and swing around a lightsaber. But did you know it could be the future for corporate training, my friend? I hope you're excited. Well, yeah. Researchers all over the world, but specifically from Yonsei University in Japan, are having fantastic results as they have become the very first kind of year-long study of the amount of people that have taken work training for the world of virtual reality and they found the retention level is much much higher when people find themselves immersed in this virtual reality world than it is if they just have to sit and look at a computer and answer some trivia questions at the end to see if they actually retained any knowledge from whatever training they're receiving specifically they have found this as a successful tool in the world of anger management big j oh interesting they have found that it's uh it's a very nice retention tactic when you immerse people in situations where anger management could become an issue and they see this becoming the future of corporate training whether it's anger management uh sexual harassment training anything like that although that seems like a bad idea right virtual reality sexual harassment training uh, well, it depends. I just feel like you're opening yourself up to some issues there. But you never know. It could I mean, be the next way. you out the people you don't want working for That's you. That's absolutely true. Maybe you're right. Maybe that is a great litmus test for whether or not somebody should be involved in your corporate structure. If they can't get through the virtual reality world of sexual harassment training without being a total creepo, then maybe they don't belong. 
<laughs> but that being said, I mean, it still always boggled my mind because, you know, we have our yearly sexual harassment training coming up here before you know it, oh. Big J. And uh, it always was, it was uh, interesting to me that you need 70%, I think, to pass. So you can be 30% sexually harassing somebody and still be okay. But God help you if you, uh, if you get 60%, uh, then you are considered too creepy to stay employed. The Boston Celtics beat the Milwaukee Bucks 116-108. to 108. That series is tied at two games apiece. Warriors over the Grizzlies last night by three. They're up 3-1 three to one in that series. Uh, congratulations to Monty Williams of the Phoenix Suns. He won the NBA Coach of the Year last night, uh, going uh, just getting a few votes over Taylor Jenkins, uh, who is the head coach. God, I'll give you a dollar if you know who Taylor Jenkins is the head coach for. No idea. The Memphis Grizzlies, the aforementioned Grizzlies. He came in second with 17 first-place votes, but Williams had 81, so it was a landslide. The Islanders upset their fan base yesterday by firing head coach Barry Trotz by all indications for no really good reason. He has been the head coach there for the last four seasons and has really milked everything out of a questionable at best put together roster and is a hell of a coach in the National Hockey League. Whatever problems the Islanders have, I assure you, Barry Trotz was not the reason for them. But Lou Lamoriello, who is the general manager, said they weren't happy with the Islanders not making the playoffs this year after, of course, they made the playoffs the last couple of seasons. But listen, man, I mean, this is a team that had to start off the week, uh, the season with five weeks of straight road games because their arena wasn't ready in time, courtesy of the coronavirus. Then they had a coronavirus breakout on the team, Big J, which is never good, which led to a tough opening of the season. But the Islanders, and they're the oldest team in the NHL, factor that in as well. So Damn. you've got a lot of reasons why the Islanders have problems. But Barry Trotz is now a free agent. I'm guessing he will not be on the beach very long. Big J, I don't think Elizabeth Olsen would like our review of uh, the Doctor Strange movie and, and the Multiverse of Madness. She might like her thoughts, though, that we had off the air about what could have been. That uh, she very well... Well, I mean, she may not take exception just because she has a real issue with people kind of poking fun at Marvel movies for being lesser than the other cinematic movies out there. Yeah, I don't think we feel that way. No, we didn't certainly I, put that into our review. No, I don't no. I don't feel that way at all. I feel like Marvel movies are movies, no doubt, and still a high form of art and usually get more right than they do wrong. But it, of course, has been recent fodder for a lot of people as to whether or not this is the right way to go and whether these particular huge blockbuster and only blockbuster movies that are released has helped or hurt the business. And that, I guess, depends on your job in the business that you're working in. But she says that, you know, it's one of those deals where she's very happy with the art they put on the screen from the crew and the set designers to everybody that's involved in these movies work their hearts out to make sure that it's the best possible thing. And while they may not hit on every single note, they do certainly employ a lot of people to make sure that these things go off without a hitch and with now you know almost a dozen projects coming out every year between movies and disney plus shows and other things that are happening this 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 marvel thing's a pretty big juggernaut when it comes to the entertainment industry and she takes exception to that which is awesome good for her sticking up for the people that it does employ which is a lot yeah and has it hurt indie art films i don't know maybe probably <clears throat> But is it hurt any worse than VOD has or the fact that independent movie theaters are gone? You know what I mean? There's a lot of factors that go into this particular thing. I'm not sure it's all Marvel's fault. But does that mean you should see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Big J? Yeah. Of course you should. You're a human being. Go, watch, enjoy the art. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. 
Nick and Big J. Yeah, our la- last pair of uh, corn tickets for the time being. Of course, we've got Slipknot. Con- slip so what did I say? Corn. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's that kind of day. I meant Slipknot tickets. Uh, the road show happening June 11th, so it's right around the corner at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. And uh, we'll have more tickets down the road, but uh, those will do it for concert week. Of course, that wraps up tomorrow, so you can get in and uh, get your tickets at uh, cttouringid.com if you want to get those cheaper tickets. And uh, you just got to beat Nick here in Pop Culture SmackDown to do that. Pretty easy. 208-287-1003. We'll see if that trend continues, if you think you got what it takes to Play some pop culture smackdown. Big J, are you ready with the questions? Yeah. And to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Jeff. All right, Jeff, you're up first. Jeff, Eric Cartman is one of the main characters in which animated television series? South Park. Right. That's correct. Uh, Nick, who played Fezzik in The Princess Bride? Oh, Fezzik. I mean, I know all of the stars of The Princess Bride, but I am going to try to remember who was Fezzik. Man. Uh, I'm going to guess Fezzik. It wasn't Andre the Giant. Uh, Inigo Montoya was not Fezzik. So I'm going to say Wallace Shawn. No. Wrong. It's not the little guy. It was Andre the Giant. It was Andre the Giant? Right. I couldn't remember his name. I this was in my easy name. list. I couldn't remember the character. I mean, listen, I can rattle off everybody else that's in that movie, that's but crazy. I couldn't tell you the character's name. All right. Like Princess Buttercup, right? Yeah. That's the princess. What was Cariola's name? The, uh, Dread uh, Scott Pirate. Dread Pirate. The Dread Pirate. No, he had to have a name, though. What was it? Wesley, right? Yes. Wesley. Yes. Okay, now I got that. Uh, and then what was Wallace Shawn's name? The Inconceivable, Inconceivable. guy. Inconceivable. That's not his I name. I don't know if he had a name. Congratulations, man. He had All to. All I know is who Fezzik's name was. You got yourself, because that's the question you wrote down. There you go, man. You got yourself all set up with Slipknot tickets. Cypress Hill is part of that show as well at the Idaho Center on the 11th of June. Reminder, again, about 24 hours left if you want to take advantage of Concert Week, courtesy of Live Nation. So do exactly that. We'll come back with some headlines. Those are next on the X-Rocks. Hey, All right, Big J, headlines are as follows. Oh, Grandma, no. Hey, not cool, and that's a lot of soup. Hey, Grandma, no. Uh, who says criminals can't be older, Big J? An 83-year-old woman from Waverly, New York, has been arrested for allegedly robbing the village's trust company bank location on Friday afternoon. Police say that Edna Hallett was arrested after police responded to the bank just after 10 o'clock in the morning. After the bank alarm went off, police determined that Hallett had just left the bank and was walking on Pennsylvania Avenue. She has been charged with first-degree robbery. Police say an investigation is ongoing, but Grandma needed to plan a better escape route, and she probably would have been just fine. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. When you're 83, you're not getting away from anywhere fast. You understand what I'm saying? So having some sort of vehicular mode of transport is probably uh, imperative for you getting away. But if you're just waddling on the street, they're going to grab you at some point. Don't know why she felt the need to rob a place. Don't know how much she got when she did. But I guess grandmas can rob banks too, man. Yeah, sad state of affairs. Maybe they just need a place to live. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'll rob a place. I'll go to jail. They'll take care of me. It sounds like it's uh, it's a fairly upscale kind of area that she was in. So, who knows? I don't know what's going on with poor Edna. But with a name like Edna, you know she's up there, right? There's no baby Ednas anymore. That's That's got to be somebody's grandma. Wild ones. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> 
Hey, not cool, or that's a lot of soup. Hey, not cool. This seems like terrible manners for a wedding guest, but a former sheriff's deputy in Arizona had to be arrested on Thursday after suspicion of burglary charges in relation to a couple of Phoenix area weddings. According to police reports, Landon Rankin, who's 54 years old, allegedly crashed as many as 11 different wedding receptions and stole thousands of dollars worth of gifts from the newly married couples. How did he do this? He allegedly would pose as a guest at the wedding and then run over to the card table and take a bunch of wedding cards with him. The boxes that they found at his house contained between $3,000 and $6,000, and that's not even the money that he had spent. Rankin also faces several drug, drug charges as police found uh, methamphetamine and fentanyl in his possession. So uh, one of the worst uh, deputies of all time. Agree or disagree? Yeah. <laughs> you're not very good at your not job, bro. the law. You're not. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing man stealing from you know newly married couples that's not okay crashing weddings Damn, not okay dude. have you ever in your life crashed a wedding like an honest to god like crashed a wedding no went no. someplace you weren't invited me either it seems inherently rude to me uh but uh, maybe that's just the way that we're programmed big j uh, and we're not uh, the kind of people that like to freeload off of others agree we try to be cool yeah, yeah. we do uh not always successful but damn we try Wrap it up with that's a lot of soup. Uh, if I say Andy Warhol, odds are you're going to think of the Campbell soup painting. But his iconic painting of Marilyn Monroe just sold for $195 million last night at a charity auction at Christie's. That is the record for the most expensive piece of American art ever sold. He put together the silk screen back in 1964. It did come in under the house's $200 million estimate, but... Just barely. They were happy that they got $195 million out of it. The identity of the bidder not revealed, of course. The previous record was uh, Basquiat's 1982 skull painting, which sold for $110 million back in 2017. But now Marilyn Monroe and Andy Warhol hold the record. That's a lot of money for a Both piece of Both turning art. over their graves. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly what they... I mean, I guess Andy Warhol was a little bit more into the pop art thing, so he was going for this particular stuff, but that's a lot of money for a paint. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Start saving that crypto money, Big J. You're going to need it. That's a from corn here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. What up, Big J? I suppose you got to be careful with everything, right? Yeah. Are you familiar with uh, ransomware attacks? Uh, I have heard of them, although I'm not sure I know the difference between what that would be and like a virus kind of getting okay. on someplace. Well, it's it's a little different. Ransomware it usually capture and and, um, and hold hostage your information. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they won't give it to you until you give them money. Hence I see. the ransom part. That makes sense to me. And uh, it's a real thing. It can affect a lot of businesses, and uh, a lot of businesses actually pay to get their stuff back. Now, this is the first time in human history that we know of that a a college is shuttering its doors because of uh, ransomware, in part, Nick. Uh, and it's, it's a little crazy. Lincoln College in Illinois has been dealing with a ransomware attack since December, and the attack has prevented the school and officials from getting their recruitment and fundraising files and has ended up leading to the uh, demise of the school forever. 
So it's, now, is it they do like the we don't negotiate with terrorists kind of thing, and they decided to shut down no, because uh, of it? Or? Well, here's the thing. So the school uh, had posted uh, a message on their website, and it said, "We have survived uh, world wars, the Spanish flu, and the Great Depression, but couldn't bounce back from the attack of, uh, from hackers, especially after dealing with the COVID pandemic." So I think with the pandemic and um, just the issues that came along with that for a couple years, uh, and then the ransomware attack, they just left them. Uh, with no recourse but to have to shut doors that's terrible so it's a serious thing that can happen and apparently uh, cause companies to completely and totally go out of business which is uh, crazy when you think about it but this is the world of technology in which we live in do you remember the ransomware attack on our goofy little traffic system that happened last year uh yeah that locked yeah. it like it's a weird thing that's like inside baseball but there is a company that basically uh is responsible for helping like radio stations across the country schedule and keep track of commercials that they play kind of a thing it's called marketron and then somebody ransomware that company which locked out like radio stations across the country from getting into this in particular information until the company figured it out. I know they did eventually. I don't know how they did it, but I remember it was like hell on earth for like three days yeah. until they figured it out. So it can really do a number on some stuff that's going on. Even when you don't think it, even when it's not your problem, it could become your problem, I guess is my point. Yeah, it's a scary thing. Um, and so there was no Dexter to, to help us from the computer war tennis shoes. No, that's for sure. So uh, it certainly is appreciated and a reference. And once again, three people will get morning after with nick and big j there is your ransomware update we got your bad impressions next on the x rocks on 100.3 the x and bad impressions is brought to you by treasure valley subaru it's more than just subaru they're the idaho center pre-owned superstore and we have tickets to go see floater they are coming to town and uh you can be a part of that show uh you can get your tickets by the way at uh for the dating factory show that's on saturday july 9th uh at the edge brewing uh ticket uh, ticket fee free nick uh at either of the locations here in the treasure valley so uh, looking forward to that show presented by uh, edge brewing and we'll get you set up with those if you can figure out bad impressions this morning 208-287-1003 that's your phone number if you would like to play it works like this big j has three clues now those clues ideally are going to revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less floater tickets become your tickets you become happy it's a butterfly effect hello the x Good morning, man. What's your name? Aaron. All right, Aaron, you're up first. Good luck. I have a method, and it's called the TB12 method. I won seven Super Bowl championships as an NFL quarterback. Uh, Tom Brady. There you go. Tom Brady. He said it with disdain. It's correct. Not a Tom Brady fan, Aaron? Uh, not really. Yeah. That's all right. You're it's allowed right. to your opinion. Big J will think you're wrong. But hang on one second, Aaron. We'll get you those floater tickets anyway. What was clue three just for fun? Yes, that tuck rule situation with the Raiders years ago. That might have been a fumble. And why is Tom Brady in the news? Well, his uh, he's got a, a seat warm for him after his NFL career. Now we know what his uh, move is going to be once he hangs up his uh, cleats. And that is he's going to be the number one uh, analyst there for Fox Sports. So uh, on the games that are on Fox, he's going to be the number one uh, partner with uh, Kevin Burkhardt. Basically the the old Troy Aikman role. And we'll go to him. Uh, And think about, by the way, how 
much they must have wanted him if they say, whenever you decide to retire, whenever that is, Tom, could be next year, could be two, whenever. Yeah. But when you're done, you are working for us. And he said, okay, so Let's that is... Let's lock this up. Man. And I honestly, I didn't think that that was going to be the path that he would take after his career um, as, as being in a booth. Just didn't see that. I, it didn't surprise me, however, because, listen, Tom Brady has been ahead of the game from the word go. And, you know, before anybody else had their own supplement line, he did. You know, he has this whole ongoing thing, this very big brand. And then also, like, because he had never gotten into the social media side of things before, but he really has worked at it the last two years. It feels like he's building up the brand to do something and expand his platform a little bit. So it does make sense to me because all of that stuff now feels very deliberate to me as to why he was doing it, probably to build up that kind of following and that brand to make him more valuable as an influencer when it comes time to work with contracts and stuff like that. He's not a dumb person, I guess is my point. You right. may not like him or be a fan, but he knows exactly what he's doing and exactly how to get exactly what he wants so you have to at least give him credit for that even if you don't uh cheer him on you got to at least respect the, the business side of that because he, there's not a whole lot of people in the nfl much better at what he does than tom brady business or otherwise to be yeah. perfectly honest so uh i does that make you happy i know you're a tom brady fan is yeah it, sure yeah i mean listen it's better than whoever else they're gonna get he's gonna be just fine in that yeah place. hearing his insight will be kind of uh interesting because you know obviously so far there's really nobody else has done it as, as good as he has yeah he can tell us how he's cheating and how they're cheating to be better Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. That's Asking Alexandria wrapping up the old Morning After with Nick and Big J today. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. Thank you also for voting on Streaming Dumbass. Big J will be watching a movie called The Weekend Away, I believe it's called, on uh, Netflix. You can watch it as well on there if you'd like to compare and contrast your review with Big J's. We tried and failed for the second day in a row, Big J, to give away any money with the X-Rock Double Dare. Maybe it's one of those weeks yeah. again. I don't know. We had a good week last week, but we are off to a rough patch this week. We will try again tomorrow. You'll have a couple more chances today, 1230 and 530. It's all about rock bands that are coming to town or have come to town. So past shows this year or shows that are coming this year is the idea behind the whole uh, category. Plus, we also gave away some tickets to Slipknot. We'll have a chance for us to hang out a little bit later on today. Big J will be doing the Coors Light Corwin Ford X session with Dorothy at 1 o'clock. Of course, that show with Joe Wolf is tonight at the Knitting Factory. Go check it out. You will not be sorry. It will be an amazing show, but that leaves you with the floor, Big J. No, I was just going to say, you know, uh, the uh, Gifts from the Holy Ghost is a great album from Dorothy, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, talking with her a little bit this afternoon. You know it's going to be great when she performs acoustically, so tune in. Check out the socials if you want to check the simulcast. It will be all there beginning at around 1 o'clock or so today, courtesy of Coors Light and Corwin Ford. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, Leaky faucets, toilets, and won't flush. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, Heating and Mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. See you guys tomorrow at CX Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.